Chris Elready? Is that what I heard in my ear? He Maybe. better be ready. He's ready. He's ready. Let's bring in our next guest on yeah, FT Live shit. on a Monday. New Atlanta Brave. Where's my scissors? And most importantly, <laughs> former AJ Pruszynski teammate Chris Fuck him. joining us right now. Go ahead. This is all you. Fuck him. Dude, he's fucking big time now, dude. He gets no deferred money. I have been asking him for two fucking years to come on the show. <laughs> to meet him in the backfields at Fort Misery. He's broke as a joke. Can't throw the ball from me to Scott. He's like, ugh, my left arm hurts. Oh, yeah, I'd love to come on. And I text him all the time. When are you coming on? Crickets. Fucking crickets. Got to go through his hey, age. I would I'd like to comment on the, everything else is true. I, I, I'm a bum. Um, I'm, I'm useless. But the last part, I think you left me on red, so I'll leave, I'll leave it there. Well, yeah, because oh, we already had oh. you locked in through your agent, so I didn't need to bother you again. He's looking it up. I mean, I can look it up, I, but I, I, I didn't answer because we already had him locked screen, in. Right? I, I got like 9,000 screen things going on, so. <laughs> I mean, when you're that rich, but, you hey, can get hey, another. Uh, uh, great, great to be here. Thanks for having me on, guys. <laughs> Best intro you've ever gotten to an interview. Hey, when you're that rich, you can buy an extra phone or iPad or something. You don't need to have them all That's... on one screen. Like I, I mean, I'm poor and I got two of them. Poor. This this yeah. was by far my favorite introduction to any show ever. So, <laughs> so, so compare this, Chris. Compare this to your introduction to the Braves. Do they call you and say, "Hey, welcome. We're glad to have you. Let's get rid of that deferred money and get you signed up for a longer term deal." Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was kind of how it went down. Honestly, everything went uh, even the trade kind of happened all quick, really, really fast. Um, you know, I was sitting in my house, not really expecting a whole lot, just going through some offseason stuff, and then get a call about wanting to get traded, uh, get that kind of figured out, and then uh, then a couple of days later, like, hey, what what do you think about this? Um, you know, and it, it was all exciting. So um, you know, appreciative of it and excited to get going. So they said, thinking about wanting to get traded? Like, did they come to you and say, hey, would you want to be traded? Or were they like, hey, we want to trade you? Uh, so I got the call from Brez. I uh, forget exactly what day, but was like, hey, we have uh, something lined up. I, I obviously had, um, you know, power of the 10-5 rule, um, you know, to be able to veto the trade or whatever. Uh, just talking with some people and, you know, thinking some things over. Uh, it just kind of worked out best for not only myself, but I think the Red Sox too. Um, you know, so that was kind of the first first of it. Was your was your first question when Brez called you, is the team within a radius I can drive to for spring training? Because you've had your whole life, you know, you've been in, you lived down southwest Florida. Now you had Fort Myers forever after being in Arizona. The Braves are just a little bit above Fort Myers, so you can still yep. make that drive every day. Was that the first thing where Brez was like, hey, we got this trade for you to Oakland, but they spring train in Phoenix. You're like, nope, too far. I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, so obviously, um, you know, being, being in a position where you can kind of make that decision, uh, those are all things that factor in. Um, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to be playing for another, you know, six or seven years anyways. Um, you know, so so – the, the pool kind of kind of gets a little bit smaller when, you know, I'm married, got three kids. I got a home down here in uh, southwest Florida. So it was important to stay close to home for spring training, um, you know, and just being closer to home in Atlanta helps as well. So uh, it, that, that definitely helped the decision-making process a little bit smoother and quicker. Watching the Braves from afar, 
how juiced are you to be – I mean, essentially, I think there's four top teams in the league and then it's everybody else. How juiced are you to be on one of the top top two best teams, top two best best lineup, in my opinion? I guess the Dodgers keep getting better, but you've beaten them already, so that's that's small potatoes for you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that again, when, when, when you talk about the process of being traded and um, – you know, having power to accept or deny or whatever it is. Um, you know, first I'd like to say leaving Boston was not, was not easy. Um, you know, the, the people I've met, the relationships I've made, um, you know, even just the city, like we, we love being where we're, you know, we got a house just outside of the city. Uh, we, we really enjoy being there. So it wasn't easy, uh, to make this decision. So, um, then you start looking at, you know, you think of the, you got pros and cons, right? Well, you know, Atlanta is a great city. It's closer to, to where I live. Uh, and then you start looking at the team and that team is, uh, you know, when the when the postseason started last year, I, that, that was the team I thought was going to win the World Series. I mean, the dominance they showed throughout the regular season. Um, you, again, you go up and down that lineup and, you know, that, that's that's as good. You put that lineup up, up against anybody. Uh, and then, you know, you look at our pitching staff, the bullpen and, and just kind of the organization as a whole. You start talking to people, asking questions, uh, you know, getting information. And, you know, the more the more we kept talking about it, the more people we talked to about it, uh, the more information we got. That just it just made more and more sense for us to make this move. What do you think, Chris, when you hear Chris Sale, fourth starter? Man, how you have fallen in the uh, days no, of man. being an ace. Uh, Chris Sale, this guy. fourth starter. I can go out and suck and no one's going to hate me now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's very true. That is hey, true. Again, That's you know, let's, let's think of the positives here. Um, no, I, again, I shoot, when I, when I first got to Boston, I, I was, I think I was third or fourth. When it, so it went. Rick DP. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I think seven years later, I only fell one spot. That's not, that's not terrible. Um, that's good aging. It, it, you're telling me, but you've seen the last few years, it's been great. So I, uh, <laughs> no, for me, I mean, you, you know me well enough now to where like, I, I enjoy being a guy and I, I love going out there and competing and, and the most pressure packed situation, hand me the ball. I want it the whole nine, but, at the end of the day, in terms of where I get slotted, where I'm pitching, who's pitching in front, who's pitching behind, what letter day of the week, what number day of the week, it, do, it doesn't matter. Hand me the ball, put some guys in the field behind me, and let, let's find a way to win. Um, so, you know, it, it, and if anything, it should be motivating. First and foremost, you're a competitor. Nobody's going to ever deny that, whether you're breaking TVs or you're striking the last guy out for the World Series. Like, you're a competitor and it shows. But all that's talked about in the last, what'd you say, four years? Injuries, kind of, oh, well, he's not kind of really pitching up to his standard. Is that something? Because they talk about that with pitchers all the time, and it will be talked yeah. about for the rest of time. Shohei Otani's second Tommy John, all this stuff. It's To me, I think it's a, it's a bad narrative. What's going through your mind as a pitcher in that sense? Because I know when, when you're 18 years old, you drive your car as fast as you possibly can. I'm 43 now. You know what? I know what happens if you drive your car as fast as you can. You are driving you your really fast sports car in your left arm. Do you ever think about it? Do you ever or not ever think about it? How do you 
How does that go through your mind hearing all the negative going on with pitchers and injuries and stuff? Well, one, I, you know, I've done this long enough to know that that's just kind of the nature of the beast, right? Um, and it, it comes with the territory. And you have to be, you have to be honest with yourself. Um, you know, these people aren't saying this for no reason. Like, I'm, I, I've, I'd like to think I've been very open and very honest about the last few years and, and what, what it's actually been and what, what my mindset has been like and how, you know, how just terrible I felt that I wasn't able to live up to that. Um, but on the flip side of that, I know that, you know, 20, 2019, you know, didn't end well. 2020 was a disaster. I missed the whole year with Tommy John. 21 was coming back from jump Tommy John 22. Uh, you know, basically after 21, it was, it, you know, those are big injuries. I understand I had elbow surgery and I had to come back from that. Uh, but after 21, it was just these really random ticky tacky, just, weird offset just injuries you know I, I come back in 22 or we had the lockout I'm working out in the offseason of 22 and fracture a rib uh come back from that make a start start was decent uh make my second start in the first inning of that second start walk off the side or walk off the field with the left blinker hanging off um and then the wrist injury after that and then last year you know had three really just terrible starts at the beginning of the year, three or four terrible starts, kind of got into a groove. Uh, and then again, just kind of a weird shoulder injury that you don't see a whole lot. Um, and then was able to finish the year on a, on a relatively strong, good note. So uh, I, I haven't really been able to have a real good off season in a long time. I'm, I've been able to play long toss. I've been off the mat. I've played more long toss this off season than I have since 2018. I've thrown off the mound more this off season than I have since 2018. Uh, so this is really my first feel good, like full send, push all my chips in and actually have a really good chance of, um, you know, being in a good spot for the season for, for the first time in a long time. So that's kind of where my mindset is. I understand I can't change what's happened over the last five years. And I understand because of what's happened over the last few years, people are going to think a certain way. Um, the only thing I can really do is go out there and do my job and, and, and stay healthy and do my job to the best of my ability. And, and however that works out, it works out. But uh, I'm, I'm, ex I'm as excited as I've been in a very long time just because I feel like I've been doing things I haven't done in a long time. So that's exciting. Have you stayed off the bike this winter? No, I got kids, man. I, I you know, I had to kick that. Out. <laughs> I had to get, I had to, you know, they, they tell you when you fall off a bike, you got to get back on and ride it. It took me a little while to get back on one, but uh, I'm, I'm back. I, I think what I should do is just look like the, the super noob helmet, elbow pads, knee guards, uh, you know, just go for that really embarrassing look because I've earned that. All right. Would you consider your time in Boston a success? I know you were injured for the last few years. But would you consider a success? Because guess what? You won the ultimate prize. You weren't going to do it in Chicago. Yeah. You mm -hmm. got traded there, and you won a World Series. So I would consider a success. Agreed. And plus, you got rich as fuck while you were there. Yeah, so well, I, mean. so <laughs> I, for, I, get, I guess in short, why, I, I really don't want to answer this question, to be totally honest with you. Um, but I will. So <laughs> in, in my mind, no, it was not. Um, because of a couple reasons. I only had one full healthy season there. 
which I was there for seven years. I only pitched tip to tip one time in 2017. And that ended, that was actually the best year of my career from like a stat standpoint. Um, 2018 was probably close to, if not the second best year of my career, you know, missed some time, but had, had a great year and we did end up winning world series. Um, you talk about the contract. Um, I, I didn't do anything post contract, which bothers me. If, if, if I would have, if we would have won the world series after I signed that contract, I'd have felt maybe a little bit better. Um, but I got traded there. We win a world series. They obviously make a big commitment to me and, and kind of reward me for having two good years and bringing a championship to that city. Um, you know, Hey, we're going all in on you. We've done our end of the bargain. Here's five years. Here's, you know, a big contract. Uh, now you get to go keep doing what you're doing because they saw those two previous years and that's kind of what they thought they were going to sign, what they'd signed up for, for five more years. And it wasn't. So again, I, it was the, the best years of my baseball career were in Boston, but also the worst years of my career were in Boston. And if those worst years weren't just to be completely honest, so fucking expensive. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, 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 it's a, it's a kick, you know, it's, it's a gut punch. It's, it's not, it's not a fun thing that I'll be able to look back on and remember about my life and my career. Uh, but I learned a lot from it. I, I'd like to think, um, you know, you can take some good with bad and, and, and roll with the punches. So uh, it's, it's a mixed bag, but overall, I guess in short answer, if it was one of one word, I would say no. You a hall of famer. And if Absolutely not, not. <laughs> and if not, could you turn it around in the next two years and then get another third year and you play to 37, 38? No, I will. Again, I'm, I, I, the hall of fame critics are very, very tough. And this is even a weird thing for me to even talk about, to be completely honest. Um, but you, I just think that I would have to pitch like I pitched in my prime for five more years and mix in a couple more, either team trophies or personal trophies. Um, and I, and I just don't, I don't think I have five more years left in me. I would, I would love to play for, you know, three years, maybe four years, something like that. But, um, I think, I think a lot would have, because I hold the, if put it this way. If Mark Burley is not a Hall of Famer, I am not a Hall of Famer. He would he's a, he's ahead of me on that list by far, you know. And if he's if he's not even like relatively close, um, then that makes me look at myself and think I'm even farther away. So, but those are things for me. I that's not why I'm here. That that those are it's cool to talk about, but again, that the it's it's kind of it's like a weird thing to talk about for me. But I no short answer no. Why can't you pitch five more years? You're yoked. <laughs> I mean, look at here. Look, I want, we have a picture I want to show. This is 2012. So this was you in 2012. Look at you. Dude, oh, he's filling baby. out that shirt right now. Right, that's what I'm saying. Not that one. So that yeah, was hey, back when. That, hey, I think I might actually still have those pants. You should. <laughs> Do you I'm should. Because that was the loudmouth trip that uh, Rob was. set up. It was. That is epic. Is that Alexis Rios or is that yeah, Alex Rios? That is Rios right there. It is <laughs> Alex Rios. <laughs> you, you can see John. I think that might be John with his Walmart backpack. 
<laughs> Probably, yeah. Just sixty million in. We're rocking the walk in the we're rocking the Jansport. Respect that. <laughs> That's John Danks, by the way. He's talking about. Oh, come on. Hey, I mean, you're AJ, Jack now, dude. I mean, AJ, he must be up to he must be up to about one seventy. You hey, you want to know something? That the picture you're looking at right now of me, um, just looking sensual. I am probably a hundred and sixty-five pounds in that picture. One seventy, maybe. That was what twenty twelve. So I was probably one seventy, one seventy-five. So I'm I'm like fifteen pounds heavier than that. Like fifteen, or you are fifteen? Like, let's get it straight. So I'm I I hovered during the season one eighty-five to like one ninety. I got all, I got up to one ninety-seven last year, uh, but I kind of like fighting weight to be running around one ninety-ish, one eighty-five to one ninety. So. Yeah, 10 to 15 pounds more than that picture. Like was AJ that. a jerk when you first came up? <laughs> <laughs> don't no, give me that. Don't no, give me no, that. No, no, no. uh, he, he was a great. Whatever he wants. I'm not telling him what to say. He was a he great, was great. You know, veteran. He taught me so much. And he didn't. <laughs> was he a jerk? Was he a jerk that was like salty, kind of like, look what I've done? And does so, he no, ever. No, 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 no. I, so I, I will say this. Yes, he was an asshole. They're, they're through and through. I, I, I got I, I got I admit I that. I've never uh, denied that. No. But yeah, no, he was never he was never a guy that was uh look at what I've done or look at what I'm doing. He you know. I, I will say this. I, I through your career, like talk about Hall of Famers, like what do you mm-hmm. think you're a Hall of Famer or close? No, mm-hmm. because I only got two votes. So if you can beat me, <laughs> I got two votes. So if you can beat my two, then you're better than me. Voters hate I, catchers. Voters hate catchers, and they also yeah. hate, you know, catchers that are like, you have that a lot of statistics where you're like top 10 all time in certain statistics. They hate that. They don't like that. No. Absolutely. So, every day. Well, I, I yeah, that was, that was going to be my defense for you is you can, you can be an asshole. You can be tough. You can be a jerk, whatever you want to say. But when you're going out there every day, um, I, think, I think I've spent more months. I probably spent more years on the DL then you had days on it, so um, <laughs> that that, is, that was very impressive. And the, and I remember the first time you ever went on it. Um, I guess it's the IL now, sorry, but it was the DL then. So the first time I guess you ever went on the IL, um, you had a broken thumb, right? A uh, wrist, yeah. And, and it was in Chicago, and you messed it up, and you're like, "Hey, I, I think I did something to my thumb." went out and caught another inning and was like, yeah, something's definitely wrong. And it ended up being like a broken thumb. We're like, how the hell did you even go back out there for that second inning? So. That's, yeah, no, I went out, uh, broke my wrist, broke my right your here. wrist? Right here. <laughs> broke this bone in your wrist right here, whatever radius, ulna, whatever one of them. Yeah. And uh, was hitting. Got Bruce Chen, all 82 of them, hit me right in the spot. Broke my wrist. Blew him up. Yeah, true story. Check swing, hit me, and went and – Went to went caught the next inning and Ozzy's like, "How are you?" And I go, well, "I'm up. I, I can't swing a bat." And like, "Oh, it's just bruised." And Herm Schneider, our old trainer, <laughs> Stiller knows. He's like, "Just contrast it. Hot, cold, yeah. hot, cold." For like two days, I'm like, "It's not getting any better. Maybe we should get X-rays. I don't know." They didn't give you X-rays right away. No. And then I went and got X-rays and broken bone, broken wrist, and they're like, "All right, well, you're done for the year." And I'm like, "Whoa." It was like mid, begin, mid-August. I'm like, whoa, let's take a deep breath here. Second opinion. Guy's like, well, you don't need surgery, but I don't know how long. He's like, pain management. I was like, all right, fuck it. 
Two weeks I later. I don't think you – yeah, you came back and played. Oh, I played the last month with a broken wrist. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> I, I was like, yep. That. Yeah. I was like, every ball I caught was like crying, like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, hey, it wasn't, so were we. Yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I wasn't catching yours. I was chasing them. I wanted to – well, okay, so I, I have to ask you two questions. One, I obviously saw the White Sox. They're so good now. Um, thoughts on Chris Getz taking over. And they're never going to trade for you. You're too expensive, so you can say whatever you want. And then second of all, do you remember your debut? Obviously you did. In, yeah, in, uh, in Baltimore. And who did you face? Uh, I faced – the first guy I faced was Brian Roberts. And I got I, – I had a four-pitch walk. And then I faced Nick Markakis. Got him 0-2 and then gave up a base hit. Man on first and second. Ozzy came and got me. Uh, Tony Pena came in in relief. That's, yeah. Tony Pena. Tony, not that Tony Pena either. No, no, his son. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, what well, I remember about that is is he was drafted that year. Sale was drafted that year, okay? And, it, like, June. And then in, like, August, they're like, hey, we're calling up our first-round pick. And I'm like, who? And they're like, Sale. And I'm like. The kid from FGCU that we just drafted, they're like, yeah, he's ready. I was like, okay. So they, they're they like, and he's going to be here today. Well, he got there like around game time. So like he didn't – there was no like, hey, how you doing? Like it's like the fifth inning. They're like, sales coming in. And I'm like, who? <laughs> and they're like, no, Chris Sale. And I'm like, what's he got? And they're like, oh, let's find out together. Hey, here's you know, all, all 130 pounds comes gang. I'm like, what do you got? He's like, fastball slider, change him. And I'm like – all right, let's see. And, like, the warm-ups were kind of all over the place, as you would expect for a guy, right? And I'm like, well, fuck, what do I call? And he walked Brian Roberts on four pitches. I'm like, shit, now he's going to steal. And uh, and the one mistake I still regret to this day is we didn't throw Marquecas a slider. If I would have yeah. known you had that slider, we could have thrown him a slider and probably punched him out. We threw well, all, we I threw all heaters. I didn't know I had that slider at that time yeah. in my life. I didn't, we it threw all there. heaters. We all We threw all heaters, and Marquecas got a hit, and here, out came Ozzy to take him out. But yeah, I, I, I never, that was the one mis- the one thing I look back on his career, and I'm like, damn, if we just would have thrown a slider, he might he might have been a he, he might have been, been an all star closer. He might have been a closer. Let me tell you one thing. Let me tell you one thing. If 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 I can look back on my career and my my biggest regret is not throwing Nick Markakis a slider in <laughs> <laughs> my first ever appearance, uh, we're 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 living good. I, funny story about that too, because I was the rookie and I had to carry obviously the, the backpack with all the goodies in it. Um, snacks and gum and seeds and all that stuff. I had to carry the um, the coffee pot, right? And I've never seen a coffee pot, like the long cylinder one, and you know how it has like that little thing on the top that you push down and it like squirts the coffee out. Well, I didn't know that's how you got the coffee out. So my major league debut, I'm in the bullpen in Baltimore, gray uniforms on, and I put the coffee pot down. I'm like, what the hell is this lever doing? So I push the lever coffee is all over the front of my (laughs) uniform i have this is my third day in the big leagues i have yet to make an appearance and so i'm like i'm i'm full panic mode i have coffee all over the front of my jersey so i'm like frantically wiping it off i don't have time or enough service time to go back to the dugout to change my jersey and so yeah I, i made my major league debut with coffee on the front, and the bullpen guys uh, made me put some hot stuff 
on my body. And that was the first time I ever put that anywhere. And it was uh, highly, highly uncomfortable. <laughs> what part of your body? <laughs> That's good. That part. Yeah. Yeah. You've had yeah. A few oh, of those. And you remember how that was applied, too. I think you were there in the training room. No, I didn't go in the training room. I wasn't allowed. Not another phone uh, call. He's popular. Yes. I wasn't allowed in the training room. Herm, Herm, Herm kicked me out of the training room. I went in there once and that was more than enough. Yeah, it was, uh, it was fun, but, uh, yeah, so that, that's my, uh, that's my, my coffee, my coffee splattered, uh, hot rub, non-slider throwing major league debut. (laughs) Literal cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, he, he yeah, did okay sure. after that. He's got more than a cup of coffee now. He's got a whole Starbucks or the two. The White Sox miss you, too. Yes. But, but, by the way, do, I mean, people forget you were a closer for a while. Yeah, I was out in the bullpen. I, I got I got a few uh, I got a few saves under my belt. There, do you remember the game? Okay, I don't know. No one knows. I don't think anyone. Do you remember the game in Seattle you're pitching? And Cooper, Don Cooper, our pitching coach, comes to me and goes, okay, listen, we're worried about sales arm. He's only allowed to throw 25 sliders this game. And I go, how, how the fuck am I going to keep track of that? <laughs> and so literally I had sunflower seeds in my back pocket. Stop. And every time we throw a slider, I would take one out. Because I was like, if I get to 25. Wow. Then I can't call slider. And Seattle couldn't hit a slider, couldn't hit a slider to save their life. And I'm like, well, shit, we're out of sliders. What do we throw? <laughs> I'm like, I'm out of sunflower seeds. What do we throw? It's a dumb rule. As if he threw two more, it would make a difference. I'm just, that was I know, what I was it's told. It's a dumb rule. It was also the other, the other great sales story is we're playing the Yankees, okay? And Derek Jeter's leading off. And the first two nights, he hit fucking piss missiles off whoever's pitching. So he's two oh for two. Oh, my God. And, I, yes. And I, he knows this story. We, and I come in in the pitcher's meeting, and Robin, Robin Ventura's our manager. And he goes, hey, first pitch slider to Derek Jeter. And I said, you know who's pitching for us today, right? And he goes, sale. And I go, he ain't going to do it. And he's like, what do you mean he ain't going to do it? I go, he ain't going to do it. And he goes, no, he'll do it. I'll tell him. I go, you tell him because I ain't telling him. He goes, no, no, you got this. You got this. I said, okay. He goes, why don't you think he'll do it? And I go, because he's going to think he looks like the biggest pussy in the world. (laughs) And Robin's like, no, just tell him I said it. I said, okay. So, so you remember I went up to you and we're doing our meeting. And I was like, hey, by the way, I just want you to know Robin wants you to throw a slider. He's like, fuck that. I ain't throwing no fucking slider first, bitch. I look like the biggest pussy in the world. Fuck him. And I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm just telling you, I'm going to put down slider. And you shake it, you shake it. He's like, okay. So first pitch, I, slider. Nope. Slider. Nope. And I went, and I and I look over, and I go, slider. And I went, in my head, I'm like, don't forget. And he throws the slider, like, in the dirt for a ball, right? I Next threw pitch. it in the left-handed battle. I mean, he box. threw it, like, so far. I, I remember Robin told me before that game, he goes, if you don't, if you don't throw this slider, you're, I'm, I'm coming to get you. So I'm like, all right, so I can either throw one fastball in this entire game against the Yankees, or I can just throw a BS slider out there and then we got it out of the way and then go. But yeah, I I, I do remember that. And I think I've only ever done it one other time. And I threw, I think I threw a first pitch of the game change up to Altuve and he flew out through the warning track. So um, <laughs> didn't, didn't catch him off guard. Yeah, Jeter, Jeter ended up getting a hit next pitch because he threw a fastball. I mean, he got a hit. It was only a single. So <laughs> then I remember, no, listen, so then, Kratz, you know how this goes as a catcher. Oh, yeah. Then I come back in the dugout, okay, and Robin is pissed. Like, he is pissed. I'm like, what's the problem? He's like, he's like, why? He goes, I know you threw a slider first pitch, but you showed me up doing it. And I'm like, Robin, I called slider three times. He shook me off twice. I had to remind him you were calling it. 
to throw it. And he's like, well, that's bullshit. You're showing me up. I'm like, hey, you should have made him do it. I tried. He's like, ah, oh. ah, stormed he's the off. skipper. That's his job. I, I know, but I listen, I was up. like, Sale is not going to do that no matter what. That's why everyone thinks you're an asshole. Robin Ventura put, <laughs> put you as the freaking bad guy. He's like, hey, bad cop, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, he had Mark Perrin, who was a real asshole. <laughs> oh, Bernie was the best, though. He was the best. <laughs> Except if he sat on you on a plane and broke the seat every flight. Yeah. He, he, he was, was so he fat, was, he'd lean he back was, and the seat would break every time, right in my lap. That's a big boy. Oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, he time. was. I was in the last row. Find a different row. Oh, okay. why are there coaches <laughs> in the back of the plane? Because he he thought he was a player, and he'd come back there and sit and drink Coors Light. Uh, he come, he would, yeah, he'd come back and hang out a little bit. I, that was actually funny too. My first plane flight, I walk on the plane. I'm like, okay, everybody on normal planes hates sitting in the way back, right? So I'm a young guy. I get on the plane, I beeline it. I sit in the very last row, the very last seat. Burley comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, man, uh, you, 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 this, this is my seat, man. You got to get up." So, <laughs> I forget who it was. It might have been AJ. Somebody was like, "Hey, go go sit in seat number like whatever it was." So I'm like, "All right, thank God, dodged a bullet. They're helping me out." And it was Paulie's seat. So Paulie comes up. He's like, "Hey, man, uh, this is my seat. You got to you got to go." And I think, I forget who it was. Someone was like, hey, man, just get on the plane last and sit in whatever seat's open. And, yeah, so that was, uh, I had a couple of very eventful firsts. <laughs> but you know what? He handled everything well. Never got mad, never, like, he understood. Like, the guys that get mad are the ones that just make it worse. Like, he, if you just laugh about it, oh, man, I'm sorry, I screwed up. Okay, cool, we can deal with that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. I mean, listen. when you get dressed up like SpongeBob, just sing, sing the theme song. That changes you. That's right. It changes your life forever. It humbles you. Uh, no doubt. Well, no doubt. Well, Chris, it was awesome catching up with you. Um, make sure you answer AJ's text so you can tell him F you so he doesn't talk shit about you anymore, please. Um, crush it this offseason. We'll love to have you back, right. obviously. You know that's still going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you in spring training or something all right enjoy the last uh, good, month or so we'll see you soon thanks so hi to the yeah. family will do see you guys cheers man see ya I love chris l with us on ft live good stuff no he did i'm telling you i've told people this forever he's one of the, my favorites he's I ever great played with. he's he like he came up and and you know we're like who in the fuck is this guy he's in college a month ago right but he did everything right like he you know what he did he hitched his wagon to burley for his first like year and yeah, a half, and he always talks about him. And 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 Burley it was like his puppy dog, right? And Burley taught him so much stuff. And then he taught, but he what Burley really taught him was how to be a big leaguer and how to handle himself and how to go about it, right? Which he did with John Danks and he did with some other guys too. Like he grab them and be like, "Hey man, like this is how you do it," and they would follow him around. And and, and he taught him the right way. And then that's I mean, Sale was awesome. I mean, he was he was literally like one of my favorites. I think he's going to bring an edge to the oh yeah Atlanta Braves. I do. And also, you know, I'm a big pitch clock fan. I mean, he was talking about it many years ago, Sale was, because he's a burly guy. He's like, yeah, everyone should pitch quicker. He's like, I don't want to be at the ballpark forever. This is stupid. Pitch quicker. Let's go.